I'm on the winning side. Yes, I'm on the winning side. Hello, friends, and welcome to the Winning Side Podcast with Jeremy Coburnett, pastor of Victory Baptist Church in Roanoke Rapids, North Carolina. It is God's desire for His people to experience victory and to live on the winning side each and every day. We are so glad that you have joined us today and pray you will be blessed as you listen to today's edition of The Winning Side with Pastor Jeremy Coburnett. Thank you for joining us today. It is Wednesday, January 3rd, and again, I must say 2024. Uh, that's probably more uh, for my sake to remind me, but uh, can you believe we are in the new year on the third day of 2024, and I hope you're having a great day. Uh, thank you for joining us on the radio, 95.9 FM. Uh, thank you for those that are on the radio app today and those on the podcast. And then those that are watching on uh, Facebook or YouTube, we welcome you. And we're glad to have you with us on this Wednesday. We had this morning, we had our uh, school chapels. We, uh, of course, have chapels uh, m uh, Wednesday mornings for the uh, K-4 through the 4th grade. And then we have the 5th through 12th grade. And we had a good time over there in chapel. And I thank God for all of our students. And it's good to be back uh, in school, be back from the break. And now here we are starting our second semester. It was a good morning at the school. And uh, I hope you'll mark it down on your, your calendars for every week just to pray on Wednesday mornings. Pray for the chapels. Pray for God to speak to hearts and uh, God to do a work in our lives. And then I'm looking forward to tonight. Tonight is our prayer meeting and Bible study. We'll have our teens on target. They'll be meeting tonight. Our master clubs are back in session. And it'll be a wonderful service tonight at 7 o'clock here at Victory Baptist Church. We look forward to having you with us. And then Sunday is our Vision Sunday. We will tell you about the theme for the brand new year. Uh, we will have our uh, calendar. We'll pass those out. You can stick it in your Bible uh, for the year to pray for these big events. Um, got another card of uh, special meetings. They'll have the revivals and the big days and uh, anniversary Sunday and all kinds of exciting things that we have planned. This year, we will celebrate in June our 35th anniversary of Victory Baptist Church, and I'm very excited uh, about that. Uh, when I came uh, 10 years ago, we celebrated the 25th, and that was such a wonderful time. We had a big celebration for the 30th anniversary. Uh, if you remember, we got to burn the mortgage and uh, pay off all of that. That was such a blessing, so exciting. And uh, now this 35th, it'll be exciting to see what God has in store. We're looking forward to a wonderful time uh, together this year as we celebrate that great anniversary. I want to say a happy birthday today to Shaq. Belfield, and a happy birthday today to Jordan Umflett. I hope you have a great day, and uh, we thank the Lord for you. Uh, you are a blessing, and I hope it's a happy birthday for you. Uh, we are uh, praying today, of course, we're praying for our church and our school. Let's pray for our missionaries. Uh, let's pray for uh, all of the uh, ministries of our church. Pray for our members, uh, those who are sick, uh, those who are in the hospital, those who've lost loved ones. Uh, let's be much in prayer for one another. And uh, I'm thankful for a church that prays. And uh, we're excited about tonight, prayer meeting. And uh, that's what we need. We need uh, more prayer. Uh, the Bible tells us that when they prayed in the book of Acts, the Bible says the place was shaken. 
And uh, we don't necessarily need to see the walls shake, but we certainly need to see our lives shaken uh, with the power of God and for God to do a mighty work in us and through us. We're going to go to a song, and uh, right after this song, we'll jump into our uh, Bible study for today. We're in the book of Jeremiah, if you want to get your Bibles ready, and we'll get into the uh, Bible right after this song. Hopeless, helpless, sinner lost But the Alpha and Omega brought the answer to a cross And that's where one day I found him Sin no longer left a stain To this day it is a holy, perfect land God handled it sees today through the years i found him faithful think i'll trust him on and on for his plan will lead his children safely home god handled it all god fixed it all his plan was great Amen for that. I'm glad that God uh, handled it all on Calvary. I'm glad that He handled it all for our salvation. And I'm glad that God can handle it all in your life, in my life. Whatever we're going through, God is able. Uh, he's got it all under control, and I'm thankful for that. Uh, we are looking today in uh, the book of Jeremiah. I'm actually going to start in Lamentations, but we're talking about uh, this prophet, Jeremiah who we refer to as the weeping prophet. He was a man of great compassion, and uh, he was a man of tears. He was a man that was burdened and broken for his nation. We see in Lamentations chapter 2, and we saw Lamentations 1, uh, verses 12 and 16 yesterday, but chapter 2, verse 11, the Bible says, "...mine eyes do fail uh, with tears." 
uh, because the children uh, of, 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 of Judah, the destruction of the daughter of my people. Verse number, uh, chapter 3, verse number 48. Mine eye runneth down with tears of water for the destruction of the daughter of my people. Mine eye trickleth down and ceaseth not without any intermission. <laughs> Jeremiah said, I, just, I can't stop these tears. They just keep coming. Uh, because when I see uh, the people of God and I see the destruction that's upon them, chapter 5 and verse 15 of the book of Lamentations, the joy of our heart is ceased. Our dance is turned into mourning. Uh, Jeremiah had an amazing uh, burden for his people. And I'll say this, uh, Jeremiah was burdened for people that hated him. Uh, he was burdened for people that mocked him, people that persecuted him. These were the same people that threw him into prison and they refused to listen to him. You know, it's easy to be kind to people that are kind to you, but it's hard when somebody is rude or somebody is cruel. Uh, but can I tell you, the people that are rude and the people that are harsh and the people that are mad and angry, uh, those are people that need Jesus as well. Uh, Jeremiah had compassion on people even though they did not listen. Then I think we all know the greatest example of this was found in our Lord Jesus Christ. Jesus was willing to go to the cross, and on the cross, Jesus made this statement. He said, Father, forgive them. They know not what they do. Uh, if we had been in that place, I think we would say, Lord, get rid of them. Strike them dead. Uh, send the angels, send the lightning, send the, the fire and brimstone. But not, that's not what Jesus said. He said, Father, forgive them, for they know not what they do. I understand this is a little bit different idea than compassion, but I think they go hand in hand. I was reading just the other day, I got a, a book for Christmas, a book about uh, just some, some uh, lessons by Dr. David Gibbs. And of course, we support Dr. Gibbs and uh, the Christian Law Association. They're a wonderful ministry and they've been a huge blessing to us and to so many ministries around the world. But Dr. Gibbs, in that book, he was telling a story. The, the subject of that chapter was on forgiveness. But he was telling a story about years ago preaching at a high school graduation. And he said in that graduation, there was a young girl that was coming forward uh, for, as a senior to graduate from high school. And uh, the graduates came and they, they actually put them in the choir loft for the ceremony. And he said when the girl walked by, he said, I couldn't help but notice that her face was just so uh, disfigured. And he was afraid to ask and afraid to you know, mention anything about it. Well, during the service, the, the, the pastor reached over and grabbed Brother Gibbs by the arm. He said, Brother Gibbs, I need you to pray. And uh, Brother Gibbs said, about what? He said, just pray. And so Brother Gibbs was praying. Well, a minute later, the, the principal had to get out, the pastor had to get out, and the principal had to leave from the graduation during the ceremony. And when the pastor came back, he, Brother Gibbs was supposed to be the speaker for that ceremony, and he said, what is going on? And the pastor said, um, he said, you know that girl, did you see the girl whose face is really deformed? And uh, Brother Gibbs said, well, yeah, of course I noticed her. And he said, well, he said, that poor girl, he said, when she, when she was little, uh, her dad was a drunk and her dad would beat her mother. And um, one day the girl tried to get in the middle and stop it. And Brother Gibbs said that that, that drunken father uh, took a knife and swung that knife and just about cut the girl, her face in two. And Brother Gibbs said it was just, you could see her, her forehead was split in two and her nose was off to the side. And, uh, even her lips were split, and, 
the pastor said it was many, many surgeries just to get her to that point. It's a miracle she lived. And so the pastor told Brother Gibbs, he said her dad has been in prison for however many years. But he said he just got out today and he's here in the service, in the graduation. So the pastor and the principal had gone to, to, to the girl and said, do you want us to let him stay or do you want us to, to remove him from the service? And the girl said, no. She said, I, I want him to stay. So when the time came for the graduates, they were all honored. They were recognized and they each got a flower uh, to give to their parents. And everyone wondered what this girl would do. She walked down to her mother. She gave her mother a flower and she walked all the way to the back to where her father was sitting in that service, that graduation. The man who so many years before had hurt her, uh, who had injured her, who had almost killed her, and who had left her with scars, the scars right down the center of her face. And that little girl, now a senior in high school, graduating, that girl walked to the back and gave that flower to her dad and said, Dad, I love you and I forgive you. Brother Gibbs told that story in the book I was reading, and I was about in tears just hearing that story, and I thought, I cannot imagine that. But yet, as amazing as that is for that girl to say to her father, I forgive you, even more amazing it is that our Savior, Jesus Christ, would hang on that cross, and that he would look out over those people that were there who had mocked him, who had spit upon him, who had beat him with their fists, who had uh, plucked the beard out of his face, those who had driven that crown of thorns into his skull, and uh, those that had, uh, had put him on that cross and driven the nails in his hands and in his feet. But yet Jesus could look at all those people that were there and say, Father, forgive them. I want to tell you this, I don't want to lose compassion. Sometimes the longer we live, uh, the more we become cynical, the more we become critical, the more we become hardened. Uh, but don't lose your compassion. Uh, don't lose a burden for people. Jeremiah was a man of compassion. You say, why was he so broken? Because God's people were so backslidden. Jeremiah knew that those people were headed to judgment. There was no other way. And by the way, God always judges sin. Uh, for a nation that gets away from God, the Bible tells us God will judge that nation. Jeremiah continued to weep. He continued to pray. He continued to preach. He made a difference. You say, well, how do we know that Jeremiah made a difference? Because the people still went into captivity in Babylon. And you're right. But did you know there was a young man who was in Babylonian captivity who came from Judah? His name was Daniel. And Daniel, while in captivity, made a difference in Babylon, not just in his own life, not just with his friends, but Daniel made a difference over an entire nation. And we don't know this for a fact. The Bible does not specifically say this, but I believe it's very possible that it was the preaching and the faithfulness and the tears of Jeremiah that God used to fuel the courage and the boldness of a young man by the name of Daniel in Babylon to make a difference. You see, our prayers do make a difference. Our tears make a difference. Our witness makes a difference. That's why we must maintain a burden and a brokenness and a compassion because that is what makes the difference. May God help us in this new year not to become hardened, not to become callous, not to uh, become indifferent, but may God help us to burn with compassion for people that need Christ, 
and for people that need to come back to Jesus Christ. I hope that helps you. I hope you have a great afternoon. And we'll look forward to seeing you tonight at 7 o'clock for our Bible study here at Victory Baptist Church. God bless you. Yes, I'm on the winning side. Thank you for joining us today on the Winning Side Podcast with Jeremy Coburnett, pastor of Victory Baptist Church in Roanoke Rapids, North Carolina. If today's episode encouraged you in your Christian life, would you consider sharing this daily podcast with a friend, a neighbor, maybe a family member, or a coworker? We are grateful for your help in spreading the good news of Jesus Christ. If we can ever be a help to you in any way, please let us know by calling or texting us at 252-308-4600. Thanks again for listening today, and we look forward to having you join us again next time on The Winning Side Podcast with Jeremy Coburnett.